0: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
1: No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filippone. All right, back in on First and Pod. The five-star reviews have been coming in. Pony, we appreciate that. Uh, leave us reviews. Tweet them to us. We will retweet them. He's at the Pony Express. Pony with an I. I'm at Danny Parkins. Tell a friend. This thing's only going to get bigger through the playoffs, and what's going to be a busy offseason. So, subscribe. do you think that I, I am?
0: Do you think that I am gaining popularity by my instant reactions to what happens in these Steelers games, or do you think that people are more appalled and freaked out by the raw version of me that they're now getting on social media?
1: I I like you less. I
0: tell you, yeah. I can tell you that
1: much. With your your singing and your your dancing and you're just you're uh, pretty sick, Chubbs, But I love you. It's honestly. frivolity. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, Lions Vikings. Is Dan Campbell crazy?
0: Uh you know this is the risk reward of doing this. Uh, you know, we don't back down from people. We're all in at all times. We're not gonna take a game off. We we're coming off a loss that we felt like we got screwed. The whole the whole NFL world thinks we got shafted. Uh we're we we can still get a two seed. We're gonna play and play to win and give our home fans a win over a rival team. Uh and then you lose Laporta. In the first quarter to a, to best case scenario, a knee bruise that will keep him out of the wild card game. Pointless. I mean, I don't understand why they didn't take their six or seven best players and sit them today. Maybe even more than that. And, and Laporta would have cracked that list. He would have made that list um, with Goff and with Hutchinson and with, I wouldn't have played St. Brown. I mean, I would have sat all of those guys today I think that's what most coaches do I don't think you're any less of a masculine coach or players coach when you do stuff like that so he took an unnecessary risk today and it came back to bite him they lost one of their best players who they were probably going to need against the Rams this weekend it's
1: it's it's Brandon Staley and Mike Williams
0: yeah you know yep, that's right and we bear and we crushed him for it and Stanley's now- looked at as kind of a nerdy coach analytics guy and this is the polar opposite of that so it, it doesn't it wasn't, matter and it
1: wasn't even just Laporte I mean, I mean uh, Raymond the punt returner got hurt Amon Ross St. Brown took a vicious shot late he seemed okay but I mean they're they're playing with fire the whole time I know the argument against it is that that's just what he is like you called it masculine he he goes for it on fourth and seven even when the refs screw him the kickoff team is doing some huge dance after they score, before they go and and kick the ball. Like, they have – I mean, he, he threw a pass in the middle of the field on a touchdown drive today to Dan Skipper, number 70, their offensive lineman, the one who reported but wasn't granted eligibility last week. They threw it to him at, like, the 45-yard line. The place went insane. Like, if I was a Lions fan, like a paint-my-face, wear a Scott Mitchell, Herman Moore jersey – die hard lions fan. I would want to sign Dan Campbell to a lifetime contract. Like you know what I mean? Like I I get why people love him. I get why the players love him. They play hard for him. All of those things. There was a way to do
0: all of those things today without playing your best guys. I I agree, man. I I there was a big butt coming. Like
1: at some point you can you have to be able to say do the same messaging to the team and say and you know what? And we're going to go out there and we're going to kick the Vikings ass with backups. Like, you know what I mean? Because who knows who it's going to be like, don't hell, Don't tell them all week. If you don't want to make them go through the full week of practice. And then at nine in the morning, go tap eight, eight dudes on the shoulder and say, you're sitting today. You know, it's just, if you're locked into where you're going to be in the postseason, and I know there's two and three seeds up for grabs. It's just very, very unnecessary. And it's a bummer. It's a bummer. The NFC is wide open behind San Francisco, and they would say that they could beat San Francisco. I wouldn't agree, but they, they would say it. So it's just a, uh, I, I like to see the teams at full strength in the postseason, so I thought it was
0: unnecessarily risky. I think that's a funny line that you just used there, by the way. It's wide open except for the juggernaut team. That's in their we conference. We just saw them lose to to
1: to I know. Uh, to Baltimore, though. So, like, like, like I said, it's you it's know still, the Eastern Conference
0: was wide open in 1996. Besides the ball. well, no, we had never
1: seen. Okay, all right, smart guy. Let's keep it. Let's 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 get some pace. Let's, let's check some pace into
0: this offense. All right, okay? next up here.
1: Oh yeah, you've right.
0: Got the NFC East games. Dallas takes care of business. Philly doesn't. WTF happened? Okay. Coming into this year, if I would have told you that one of these
1: teams would just collapse and puke all over itself and be completely untrustworthy and be ripe for a one and none, and the other would just answer the bell, take care of business, be figuring out ways to win, be playing analytically inclined football, you would have said that it was the Mike McCarthy team that's collapsing. And I know that Philly's biggest problems are defense, and there's questions, obviously. I mean, Devontae Smith's not there. Swift was out. Hurts his middle finger. Looked like my spine with severe scoliosis. Like it, They've got some injury problems on offense that was not them. We'll see what, what team they bring in terms of health on the offensive side of the ball to the postseason. But the biggest takeaway, sorry to – and no disrespect to Cowboys fans, it's that Philly looks ripe for a first-round upset, man. They look broken, and they look like they have mailed it in. So maybe it's health on offense, but that that defense
0: is horrendous, horrendous. I don't really see any redeeming qualities about them right now. Uh, their offensive line has gotten worse as the season's gone on. It looks like it's aged out. Guys like Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey are super old. Other than what they do in short yardage situations, they don't do anything else well as an offense right now. A.J. Brown got hurt in this game. He was in a heap on the ground with a knee injury, never came back in. I mean, that's another thing that you're gonna have to watch because in this game, J- Jalen Hurts was just throwing jump balls and double coverage to Julio Jones. Um they, they, they I I saw that the an immediate reaction out of Philly on the post-game show there was and it's Philly, so you take this react this kind of thing with a grain of salt. Yeah, but they said. They don't even think this team has hit rock bottom yet. And I don't disagree with that. I mean, they've lost five of 6 Well, go lose to Baker. Right. I mean, Tyrod Taylor at 227 passing yards in the first half of the game here. Now you're not even beating the little brother team that you stopped on all of last year, beat the Giants three times, beat them earlier this year. You've completely... Uh, you know, you've made it a one-sided rivalry. Uh, before it was, okay, You know, they're, they're maybe they're running out of gas here last year. They pl- they're playing all their good teams late in the season, but the last three games were two with the Giants and one with the Cardinals. They'll go 3-0 and and they'll win the division. They went 1-2 in those games, and they tried to win all three. They didn't come into this game resting guys today. They got thoroughly outplayed. So I agree with what you said at the start of this. Like, I would say even though the Eagles were winning in this kind of smoke and mirrors method in the beginning of the year, we I think we just all assumed that they would at least give up some kind of fight here by the end of the year. I mean, maybe they're not a championship caliber team, but they're not going to go out like chumps. They suck right now, dude. If we're power ranking NFL teams, I think I'd put them last among the teams that made the playoffs.